What is up, guys? Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of My Mouth Does the Talking, the podcast where we talk about whatever I want to talk about. That's what we do here. That's it. There are no rules. Um... We're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff this week. If you want to just listen to the podcast and you don't want to watch the YouTube video, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, social media for Twitter and Instagram is The Combat Addict. Anyways, I just came back from the gym, and that was nice. I haven't done a Muay Thai class in a not that long, but I haven't done a Muay Thai class that really exhausted me like that for a while, that's for sure. Felt pretty good. Learned some things from my coaches. They're nice people. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm pretty tired trying to eat good, trying to eat well. I went out and I got some, some Jamaican patties cause my ancestry, I hail from the Caribbean. And so I feel a connection to Caribbean food. I enjoy Caribbean food, not all of it, but a decent sum of it. I enjoy. The next thing I'm going to try to make is oxtail. If any of you know what oxtail is, it is delicious. That is what oxtail is. But really, it's as if you took the tail of an ox, took all the skin off, cut all of the vertebrae into sections, and then cooked it. I don't know how to cook it. I'm going to learn to, but it's pretty good. Uh... So yeah, that's that's what was going on today. Today that happened. I went and I got some Jamaican patties from the West Indian store. If you hear somebody say West Indian, what they really are trying to say is Jamaican or Caribbean. Right? West Indian food store. That's where I went. Anyways, that's just a quick update about my day and how it's going. And if I seem quite zenned out that is why because i just worked out and ate some good food that's like two of my favorite things i got a bunch of things that i like and that's uh those two are some of them so yeah um i think i want to start with uh just something a little weird I feel like I want to start with something weird. Or maybe we should save that for last. You know what? I don't know why I feel like I want to do this first, but we're going to do it first because I feel like I want to do it first. Um, so we'll turn the volume up for you guys so you can hear this. I, I, I have a point to make about this. I'm not just, I'm not just being a weirdo. I am a little weird, but all right, let's turn this on. All right, we're going to watch this, okay? All right. The governor, and I said something else. I'll go back to my dinner. I'm not severe or quantity. He's not going to cry the whole time. Uh, but you he... put you on the next flight. What? What do you put you on the next flight? No, I can't. I'm not going to. I'm going to go. Your name? Tabitha, nine seven six. Thank you, Tabitha. You may not have a job tomorrow. I want to say something. No, I can't. No, I'm not. I can't. Tabitha, I have to. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I have to. Thank you, Tabitha. I was
All right, so for those of you who are just listening to this on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast and who don't actually know what we just witnessed, there was a plane. I don't know if you could tell with the, the sound in the background of the engine, but there was a plane, and they were inside the plane, and there's one lady. She's got her phone, and I guess she's got a baby, and uh, there's another lady who doesn't like that very much, so we'll call them Lady 1 and Lady 2, okay? Lady 2 is upset that she's got to sit beside what she calls a crybaby, and so she says that I need to, you know, move seats or whatever. And she's talking to the flight attendant, and the flight attendant says, we can get you on the next flight. The lady says, no, I have to be on this one. Uh, so she she moves seats, and then while the flight attendant is walking away, she goes, I want your name. And uh, the flight attendant goes, my name is Tabitha. Gives her her badge number and everything. And Lady number 2 goes, well, Tabitha, you may not have a job tomorrow. <laughs> and Tabitha goes, I want this lady off this flight. <laughs> and immediately, lady number two's demeanor changes. I mean, utterly, so quick. She goes, no. <laughs> no, I need to be on this flight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just stressed out. No. And you heard the funny music that played in the background of that. This is fucking amazing. I love seeing things like this. Because I actually believe that there are a lot of people in our society who are cowards. Uh, but who get away with, how should I say, um, bad behavior because, or not even bad behavior, but mean or, or uh, sort of cruel behavior simply because they live in our society and don't have to worry about anyone telling them where to go, what to do with themselves, or doing anything to them. Because we have a hierarchical, hierarchical, I don't even know if that's how you say that, society, um, it sort of makes for situations where if you happen to be a rank above somebody or in a position of power or control, you can just be whoever you want to be. It's kind of like keyboard warriors. If you're on the internet, you can say pretty much whatever you'd like to anybody, and you don't really have to worry about any kind of consequence. And um, I believe that there is an extension of that in real life, but just with like power dynamics. You know, I've been I've been uh, at at uh, dinner with a couple of people who uh, I was just you know hanging out with. And uh, one guy is ordered a couple of dishes. They're not coming all at the same time. And he's finished his first dish, and he puts the kind he puts the plate down like away from him at the table. And the waitress comes over and gives him his his other dish, and she goes, "You're done with that." And he goes, "If if you're listening to the podcast, basically what I did was I turned my nose up and I just kind of like." Uh, gestured away, like brushing away at the air, almost like shooing the, the the waitress with the food, or with the empty plate, or whatever the plate had in it. I don't know. And that really irked me. That really irked me, and I think I even like I think I even said to him uh, something like, "You kind of treat her like a servant," and he just. I feel like he acknowledged it, but not in the way where he was embarrassed, like in the way where he was like, yeah, I do do that. Now, this guy happened to be from a pretty affluent family, so maybe he's just got rich kid syndrome and he's an asshole. Anyways, when I saw him do that, I lost respect for him from that day forward. I don't like that guy. My point is this. There are countless other examples of that just being manifested in other forms, like this lady here, lady number two, talking to Tabitha. I guess she said that she works for the governor or something like that, and we're supposed to care that she has some sort of political job. 
But not even just that we're supposed to care. I guess that we're supposed to be afraid of her power. Be afraid of, of how important she is. Not only that, but pander to her cruel words and behavior. That's what it seems like she wanted. That's what it seems like she wanted. And when she didn't get it and realized that she wasn't going to get away with that, her tone changed completely. And you saw her for who she really was. When she was the woman who works for the governor, who can talk to you however she liked, she was this imposing force. And I say that in quotations because my point is that they're actually not powerful at all. They just think that they are because they exist in a society. But anyways, so she doesn't fear anything or, or that anyone is going to like look down on her for acting this way or lecture her for behaving this way. She's not, she's not, she is not thinking that there's going to be any consequence for this awful behavior. She's a grown woman. She doesn't have parents to tell her that she's being rude. She doesn't have peers around her who are going to scold her. Even though technically the other people on the plane, like, I mean, the, honestly, if you were just a regular person on that plane, you could have said, Hey lady, you're being kind of a uh, see you next Tuesday. But the point is there's no consequence for her shitty actions. So she just continues to do whatever she wants to do and trick herself into believing that she's actually more powerful or important than she really is. It's only when Tabitha, the flight attendant, who I suppose this lady number two looked down upon, shows Tabitha that she actually has the power to inconvenience her day, that all of a sudden, lady number two is nice and sorrowful and stressed out. Oh, I'm stressed out. Well, congratulations, lady number two. I'm sure that everybody is stressed out, but we don't go around ruining everyone else's day because we're stressed out. If I decided to treat everyone like an asshole every time I was stressed out, I would just be an asshole. So that's not an excuse. And that's also not going to make me, if I was Tabitha, let you stay on this flight. In fact, I'm going to kick you off just to teach you a lesson. So you can go think about the assholery that you've pulled onto this plane while you wait for the next one. And the truth of the matter is the power dynamic isn't even equal. And I'm going to show you how evil lady number two is. Just talking about this, I'm going to really like break down why lady number two is the worst kind of person who has no power, but because of society believes that she has power and abuses it whenever she gets the chance to. Lady number two was not saying, I'm going to complain to the pilot and have you reprimanded. Lady number two was saying, I am going to get like, you're going to lose your job. I'm taking your job from you. You may not have a job tomorrow. I need to get on this flight or be on this flight for whatever reason. I don't want to be late for something. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. But you, Tabitha, no, no, I'm not just going to inconvenience you. I am going to take your livelihood away from you. That's evil. Like, I don't, honestly, I'm sorry. And I don't, look, if you're, if you're the kind of person that would do that, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. And I actually wish I could slap the fuck out of you. Because in my mind, we're all just fucking trying our best to live like I don't imagine that like when I say we're all in this together at the very least I can say that most of us want the same things most of us just want to kind of get through the day and be safe and happy right so if we're all trying to do that like why would I go out of my way to fuck with you if like you and your life all has nothing to do with my happiness and just being like a good person and enjoying my life like and just you know going through my day what what value is there in ruining your life? How does that make my life better? That's why I don't get that. I don't get why someone else would do that. 
So, so when this woman is like, I'm going to take your job from you. I'm like, okay, so let me get this right. You aren't thinking, okay, if I take this job from this young girl, even if I don't like the way that she's treating me or what she's done today, even though I'm being an entitled piece of garbage, because I believe that because I work for a governor, I have the, I have the, the need to not sit beside someone with a baby. Whatever. It's not like babies are banned from planes or anything, but mo moving on. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. I got sidetracked. I don't know. I think my point was just that uh, this woman, uh, like, even if she doesn't like the way she's being treated by Tabitha, it's like, even if you could take her job away from her, why would you want to do that? Like, what, like, what did she do to you? If I actually want your job, you have to have done something really bad. Like, you have to have called me a racial slur or someone else a racial slur or sexually harassed me or someone else in some way. If I want your job, you have to have done something really bad. Because I'm not just taking your job from you. Like, I'm throwing months of stress into your life. Like, theoretically... Theoretically, right? You lose your job. How are you going to get hired again if you were terminated because of because a a, a a customer made your manager fire you or something like that? How easy is it for you? Is it going to be for you to get a job again? Not only that, even if you can get a job again, what if you don't get one for like two months and you only have enough rent for one month? Like, is nobody, like, I, I don't understand. How does this woman speak to Tabitha this way, almost like it's inconsequential what happens to her if she loses her job? And if she doesn't actually believe that Tabitha will lose her job, why be a psychological terrorist and say it just so that you can get under Tabitha's skin? You're a cunt! You are a bitch. Like, I'm sorry. It's just... Like, that's evil. It's evil. It's If you think that the person's going to lose their job, that's just evil. That's like an amount of stress that you would throw on a human being for a minor inconvenience. I don't know why you'd want that. If you don't actually believe they're going to lose their job and you just want to be, like, shitty to people for no reason, that's also just evil. It's just awful. What's wrong with you? Hey, terrible person. Terrible person. But the reason that she can get away with behavior like this, like if it wasn't Tabitha, if it was somebody else who maybe wasn't as, uh, I don't know, like they wouldn't stand up for themselves. The reason that people can get away with behavior like this is because we live in a society where Tabitha can't just tell this woman where to go and what to do with herself. She can't do it. Because we've, we've constructed like artificial hierarchies that make it so that the customer's always right or like your boss is ABC so you can't say that or oh well this person's a I don't know a politician and, and this person's like a janitor and so they so if I so if the police come and talk to like there's like all of these like artificial barriers that we create and these little formalities and things that have to be observed right so you can't, so these people, these cowards who just like to just take dumps on everybody else, right? These people, they thrive in a bad way in the environment because they're protected from all sides, basically. All they have to do is be shitty to everybody who is under them or doesn't have power over them. And they can get away with being shitty indefinitely. There is no consequence for it. We don't live in a society where you can stand up and just smack the fuck out of somebody for being rude and disrespectful and disgusting to other human beings. If, if you could do that, I guarantee you less people would be doing that. I guarantee it. Now, obviously, I'm not advocating for this. Because that's, I mean, you, then we might as well just go back to the state of nature where everyone is just killing each other. But my point is, like, because obviously, you know, look, my, my point is this. Sometimes people deserve a smack, but you just can't give them a smack. And it's a cost of 
Like, the cost of having, like, a safe society is people like this. People who are going to use the system not to just go about their life and just be the best person that they can. No, no, no. People who are going to use the system as a coercive and oppressive tool to fuck with everybody else who they can fuck with. Sometimes, man, sometimes, like, oh my god, man, it's so crazy. Like, even if you're at work, you're at work, right? And let's say you're not even talking to, like, a customer, but you're talking to somebody who works with the customer or for the customer or something like that, right? <clears throat> even those people, if they just feel like it, can just be awful to you. They can just be awful to you. And because you're in a professional environment, you have to retain professionalism. You have to. Because if you don't, then, you know, and if, if, if nobody did, then we couldn't get anything done. Because everyone would just be arguing all the time. So you don't have a choice. When somebody's being condescending or passive-aggressive or repetitive, redundant, and just annoying, you just have to deal with them. You just have to sit there and take it. And honestly, people say that men die early because they suppress... Uh, emotions. I actually think that like people probably die earlier generally just because of having to play this nonsense social political game in every part of their life when some dick comes along. Anyways, that whole thing made me think that like there's false power that exists in society as a society as a result. It's like false power. It's like physical or verbal. Right? Physical, whether physical or verbal, you could, you could be treating someone awfully, right? And the only reason that you're getting away with it is because in that instance, you've got a power stance over them. That's it. Like, take away the power dynamic and they chew you out and tell you to go, you know what I mean? Like, they tell you to go fuck yourself. And you don't want to talk to them anymore because they don't make you feel very good about yourself. I don't know, man. I was just thinking about that because I think it's sad. I think it's sad that there are people who that's actually, they, they want that. Like they want to make someone miserable. Like they, they enjoy taking a non-consenting like human being, like someone who is not consenting to being, to being talked to this way, hurt, like, you know, they're taking somebody who doesn't want any part of this bullshit that they've got going on and they're forcing them into it. It's evil. It is a horrible, horrible thing. And to do it to anyone is awful. It makes me want to slap you. I'm not going to do that, but it makes me want to. Like, I'm just like, oh my, you, you fucking suck. You suck. Anyways, man, I'm sorry we had to start on such a negative note there, but this is just something that I was thinking about, like, this week. Just like, wow, people really suck. And it doesn't bother me when people do this to me, because, look, I'm not, like, at the, the top of the hierarchy or whatever, right? So there are definitely people who can who can get away with being crappy to me, right? Um, but I just, I just, I, I literally, like, honestly, I think this is, like, one of the biggest reasons that I, that I am able to keep myself calm is just because I'm like, okay, well, you, either you're an idiot and you don't know that you're being an asshole or you're actually a piece of shit and you want to get a reaction out of me so that you can be more of a piece of shit. In which case, the thing to do in either scenario is not to react because it is either A, not your fault that you're an idiot, or B, giving you what you want. And because I hate you, I'm not going to give you what you want. I despise you, and I think you're a piece of fucking garbage. So I'm not going to react in a way that would give you permission to continue to be shitty to me. I'm just going to ignore all of your slights and your condescending bullshit and talk to you like factually, not even in a rude way, not even being short or curt, just factually speaking to you. 
And if you do that, if you do that to somebody, sometimes, sometimes they start to feel bad. It's incredible. It's incredible. When they don't get the reaction that they want, sometimes you can tell that they're like, oh, this isn't going how I thought it would. Now I just feel like, like this person isn't even reacting. And they're just showing me how futile and useless and ridiculous this this aggressive bullshit that I'm spewing out of my mouth at them is. So now I'm just like screaming at a wall. It, it, it Basically, what I do is I turn myself into a, a wall of paint that is drying. I'm just waiting to dry. And they are spitting all over me. Keeping me wet for no reason. This metaphor went south pretty set quickly. My point is... I am just the most boring person to argue with that they have no choice but to reflect on their own words in the moment. Because there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing from me that they could react to or, or even observe. It's like, oh, he's just being a regular human being. I'm making a big deal out of nothing is basically what I feel like they must be thinking. And sometimes they change their tone, which is nice because then it's like, oh, well, you're not a complete piece of shit. Um, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just continue to look for, for, for opportunities to interrupt you or just be rude to you or whatever. Anyways, man, my advice to you would just don't, you, you don't even get mad about them. Like I get upset about the fact that human beings generally just suck like the fact that there are people like that it's like wow we all just suck i can't believe so many of us suck but it's not like uh i'm mad at the person on the phone with me which is the next thing yeah or 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 like out on the street or wherever um the the thing is it's like don't get angry just don't get angry don't get angry a lot of people think that anger is this thing that, like, well, I'm angry, so my actions now are justified because I'm angry. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And people who think like that or people who have this this idea subconsciously swirling around in their mind, like, well, you know, I'm a reasonable person, but get me angry enough. Get me angry enough and I'll go off the rails. You're an idiot. Don't, don't, don't. You basically are giving yourself permission to make an ass of yourself before anything even happens okay if you commit to if somebody makes me angry enough i will freak out right if you commit to that then one day someone is going to make you angry enough you're gonna freak out and then after the fact realize that you didn't need to a and that b you actually made the situation worse by not just keeping your cool this is the attitude you have to have. It doesn't matter what anybody does to me. I will just not be angry. And when I say I will just not be angry, I mean I will just not express my anger. Because <clears throat> here's the thing. I have been furious. Like I have been really, really mad. But it's not really so much that I am mad uh, in terms of like how I act that you or like it's not that I'm not my anger does not affect how I act my actions do and I just decide not to react so I could be like really angry and look you in the face completely straight stone-faced like you would never be able to tell like if I wanted I could just you would never know I could be furious and you would never know. And it's honestly better that way because not only do you think clear, more clearly when it's like that, but you also feel kind of badass because it's like, I don't know, man. It's like the equivalent of having a tsunami in your chest that no one knows about. That's pretty badass, I think. Anyways, man, just do not ever express your anger. And I mean, not even in little ways. Don't. Don't think like, oh, well, I'll be reasonable for the first bit, but if this person keeps pushing me, then, you know, I might, I don't know, say something 
say something passive aggressive or or uh cut them off or uh uh give them a one one word answer don't do any of that just talk to them like you would talk to any human being and and when you do that also sometimes you find opportunities to make them look like an idiot without actually calling them an idiot like you can just like they'll say something and then it won't make sense for a reason right but you don't have to say that doesn't make sense because of ABC. You can just say, uh, well, that would be true, but ABC. Or, or, sir, I wouldn't advise that because ABC. Not in a way where you're trying to like make, like make them, like you're not trying to, to slight them overtly. But just, just by the virtue of the fact that you know something... Like, they look like a fucking idiot, and there's just nothing they can do about it. And you aren't, like, it doesn't even seem like you're trying to make them look like an idiot, but just by the virtue of, like, everything that they said just then, and the fact that you spit out, they just look stupid. And it honestly feels great, because you know that internally, they're cringing so hard. But it's not like they can do anything, because you didn't do anything wrong. So yeah, man, that's the, that's the way. If you want to get back at somebody like that, that is the way. Just don't give them any reactions and then look for an opportunity. Or not look for, but an opportunity to make them look stupid will come to you. Don't look for it. It will just come to you. And, and uh, enjoy that. If any of you can actually end up doing that, you uh, you let me know about it. You comment, you tell me the time that you made some asshole look like an asshole. And we can all enjoy that together. Okay. Man, I know that, uh, okay, I, I have to say this. And honestly, like, I don't even know, I don't even know what we're all waiting for or how, how to even go about this. I went out and I protested in May or June one time for George Floyd. I'm in Canada, so it's different over here, I guess, right? I knew that these protests would be going on for a while. But guys, it's almost September. What the hell are we doing? Like, I mean, I'm speaking specifically to the people in the States. Portland is still, like, I'm literally so tired of riot news. I don't even know specifically what's going on in Portland. Other than the fact that there's rioting happening. I don't even know if there's actual protests happening anymore. But even if there were. I just have to ask this question. Guys, how long... Are we going to protest for what the fuck? What are we waiting for? Like what? My question is like, what milestone? What milestone needs to be reached before everyone says, okay, like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Let's go home. Do they have to like fully defund the police? Before you guys will just let up. Like, don't you understand that? Okay. While. It's important that we brought attention to what happened to George Floyd. I mean, goddamn guys, like the, like there's a goddamn pandemic going on. Like okay, there's got to be a limit to this. No? No? And like, look man, if you don't agree with me, that's fine, okay? Tell me why. Tell me why you don't agree with me, but I'm just saying like There's a goddamn pandemic going on. It's a, it's a pandemic. Is there no other form of protest? Like that, that would, there's nothing else you guys can do. You can't have like a petition, petition signed. You can't find some like online platform. I don't know. I don't know what you would do. Like there has got to be, there has got to be some other way in the midst of a pandemic. At the very beginning, I thought, okay, look, man, I'm not even going to try to tell anybody to go home. Like, this is a political thing. It's it's a matter of, of life and death for some people. And uh, individuals feel like their rights are being 
you know, tarnished, right? And and they are. Like you don't like you can't have someone put a knee on your neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds. That's crazy. But man, after a point, it's just like, okay. We get it. What do you want? Like what do you want? Can you can you can you put out an official statement? Can can Black Lives Matter or whatever organization put out an official statement that says the protests will stop when this happens? Because if you don't do that, like, like this is just going to keep happening. Like you got to understand whether or not they're protesting or rioting or whatever, one thing is for sure. The people who are protesting, whether or not they have anything to do with the rioting, okay, have to accept that their protesting is an excuse for those people who are doing the rioting to do rioting. Not to say that you aren't supposed to protest and that you shouldn't protest because of that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have to put some goalposts down so that A, you protesters don't spread coronavirus, and that B, these rioters have a time frame that will limit the amount of damage that they're going to be able to do. Because as it stands right now, this will never end. Like, so let me get this right. If the government never defunds the police, if Black Lives Matter never puts out an official statement about what should happen that will that will stop this that will end this you guys are just gonna keep doing this forever like what in the hell man not even like that's not even sustainable even if there wasn't a pandemic but we are literally seeing people die because of a disease and you guys are in the streets like shoulder to shoulder what in the can somebody please can somebody please come up with the game plan here. I don't know who the head of Black Lives Matter is. I don't know who the head of Black Lives Matter is. But they need to speak up and be like, okay, man, like the country has bled for a while now. We need to, uh, we need to bring an end to it. At least that's, uh, At least that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing cuz this is insane. This is insane, man. Um I'm going to talk about something here. So growing up in a white neighborhood, it was almost like you your identity was uh you had no choice but to have your identity tethered to your blackness. Like, it is 100% true that I was the black kid or one of the black kids. Now, I don't, like, whether you want to argue there's something wrong with that or not, I don't give a fuck. Like, what I'm trying to say is this. Sometimes, like, you'd make jokes with your friends. This is obviously not appropriate now. But, you know, if, you know, me, myself, I'm a fan of anime or something like that, you know what I mean? Or or we'd say, you know, well, well, well what would uh what would happen if uh if 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 uh, if uh I I married like a Japanese girl or something like that? Oh, I guess our kids would be black and ease, right? Oh, ha 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 ha. You know. Oh, you like anime? Uh, Ninja Maker. Ha, 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 ha. And I saw this, uh, this, uh, this term in a book the other day written by, uh, Jaron Lanier about virtual reality. He had a black friend who was also a Jew, I believe, and he called himself Nebrew. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> We need to stop that. I really, really, I really believe we need to stop that. We need to stop that. Black people, please. Can we? I mean, I don't know, man. My personal opinion is just like my blackness. 
I just I just don't even I like I don't even want to mention it. I don't even want to bring my blackness up because I imagine that that uh, that's like that's like oh like my identity is my hair color like oh every time I have a conversation with somebody and I have to bring up the color of my hair that's what that's like no man <laughs> no like no it, it's not the same in the sense that being black obviously comes with a bunch of like stigmas and stereotypes and then there's you know social divides and things like that so it's obviously different in that sense but i mean in terms of my identity and how i feel about my identity it's as lame as being like oh my hair is red and that's me like that's just it's so surface level that it's just like please can we stop and the joke's like oh black and knees and nebrew it's like this cheap joke that you can make to 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 I don't know man make make people who aren't your ethnicity feel comfortable or or about about race jokes or or I don't know man but it's just stupid those jokes were never even really funny you just said them you just said them they were never really funny man oh, I'm black and ease. I never laughed at that for real it was it was just like a dad joke but just a bad pun I'm tired of having to mention my blackness, man. I don't want that to be what my conversations are about. I'm so serious. I don't want that to be what my conversations are about. And it's so limiting too, because when you, when you try to make your blackness a part of your identity, then it becomes like, well, what is blackness? Okay, I must be all those things. Instead of just like, what do I like? And not caring what anybody thinks about what I like. That's what you should be doing. Just liking things and doing things and not caring what other people say or think or do about what you like. But when it's when it's like, oh, I'm black. And this is, oh, I'm, I'm black and and I'm Nibiru, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, now you have to take with that, like, all of the cultural <clears throat> uh, implications and dynamics that come with blackness. Right? In the same way that somebody who's like, oh, I'm a man, like I'm a macho man. Like now you gotta, oh, you're a man, you're a manly man. Oh, well, I guess you can't like pink now. Even if you really like pink, you can't even like it. Cause somebody's gonna be like, you like pink? What? Mm, oh my God. I never thought he would like pink. It's so annoying. Did you know I once had somebody tell me, like, I think I said like I, I had a dog or I want a dog. And this guy went, what? Black people don't have dogs. Honestly, I want to slap them right now. And I, I don't even remember who fucking said it. But it's so annoying that someone said that. I was like, first off, first off, even if we were going to go off the base of stereotypes, black people have pit bulls with chain collars. So I don't know where you got black people don't have dogs. Clearly, all you're trying to do is limit black people. But second... Man, screw what black people do or do not do. I want a dog. Stop making that thing like an integral part of your identity. All right? Do not really like I honestly like I will I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. If I have to talk about it, I will talk about it in a serious sense where it's like okay, we've got like we got problems where traditional white names get more callbacks on identical resonate resumes to black names with 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 uh, with more traditional black names. That's a true. That's a fact. Right? Like that's a problem. Okay, this is systemic racism. We have to talk about it. Okay. Well, old money flows through whatever community. It doesn't flow through these other communities. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. 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 Okay, fine. If we have to talk about that to fix like social inequalities or whatever, fine. We'll talk about it. But in everyday life, like, man, I just don't care. I'm so sick of it. I am so sick of, oh my gosh. Ugh. <sighs>
Man, I, look, I'm just combat, bro. That's who I am, all right? I'm not... I'm not... Uh, I don't want to let anything like my masculinity, my ethnicity, any of that. I don't want to let any of that limit me in doing the things that I want to do. And I don't want people to assume that I do things or don't do things because of those those part those characteristics that I have. And I don't want anyone telling me that I need to do one thing or the other because of the th the characteristics that I have. I want to be able to blare the pussycat dolls out of my car windows and not care what Joe Blow across the street thinks about it. All right. So that's that. Just stop. Just stop fucking talking about it and mentioning it. It really is not. It's like the weather. It's like worse than the weather in terms of a conversational topic or a joke to make. It's like, oh my God, really? You're going to talk about the weather right now? Shut the fuck up. Ugh. Anyways. Um... Hey man, I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna end this podcast soon. Um, you know what I was thinking the other day? Actually, I wasn't even thinking about this. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan brought this up. I'm trying to think of what I'm talking about here. I don't know. Joe Rogan was talking about this this idea that uh, we're actually not even from this planet. Like, what if a bunch of aliens just dropped us off? Or, like, not even just that we're not from this planet, but, like, maybe the idea would be something like aliens came down here and started experimenting on monkeys. And uh, that's, how, that's how we came to be. And they just kind of let us do our thing and, like, we grew and now we're, now we're like this. You know, like maybe it's kind of like uh, Venom from Spider-Man, like maybe a symbiote or a group of symbiotes came down and took over these monkeys bodies and transformed them into humans. And then that's how uh, that's how we came to be. It just seems to me that we're so far along, like the evolutionary chain, as opposed to all of these other animals. That it's like, like I obviously there's no way to prove that, but if if they found out that that's what happened, I just almost like wouldn't even be surprised. I'd be like, well, I am way smarter than my dog, so <laughs> that makes sense. It's not even like there's like the leap is so <laughs> great in terms of intelligence and capability to communicate and construct things. That it just seems like we're on a different level. Like we're really, we're really on a plane that animals literally can't even understand. Like mice don't even know what houses are. <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even understand like what's going on around them. So there's gotta be some like crazy, either we just, just hit the lottery with respect to Darwinism, uh, or, or, uh, there's like some some crazy major hap uh, change that happened at some point to just our species for some reason and we don't know why. But uh, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, this is, this is just crazy. It's just crazy that I can drive a car and and cats are chasing red dots. <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dolphins are pretty smart, though. I mean, dolphins are hella smart, but they're not... Like, they haven't built Atlantis. I mean, maybe if they had opposable thumbs. Maybe we should do that for dolphins. Maybe we should breed a dolphin that that can... That can, uh... Like, build stuff. With its, with its dolphin hands. I feel like that'd be a bad idea in this... <laughs> Actually, no. I was gonna say the dolphins would probably build like something like Atlantis and then they would come up to shore and then just fuck us up just just take over the world terraform the earth make everything submerge in water and just own all of it but then I realized that dolphins are really uh, emotional 
and they help humans. Uh, so they wouldn't do that. Dolphins would be really nice, actually. They'd probably just find a way to get rid of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Which is sweet. Because then we could just create as much waste as we want and not have to worry about global warming. Thanks, dolphins. Thank you for your service. We're going to do everything we can to get you hands so you can clean up our garbage. That's that's what that's what we need to do. Uh, I, I believe that that is the decision. That right there is what we need to do. So, LeVar for, for Prime Minister 2023. Uh, yeah. Anyways, man. That's it for this show, for this podcast. I'm probably going to go eat some cookies and just be disgusting for the rest of the night. Uh, I hope you all get some peace. Get some peace this week. And if you like this podcast, hit the like button. If you like, if you like me hearing me talk, hit the subscribe button. And if you want to Say something to me. You can message me on Instagram or Twitter or comment on my Facebook videos. My Instagram and Twitter are The Combat Addict. No spaces. Have a good one, Combat Addict. Out.